Unprepared isn't scripted or edited. There are no redos. And when we screw up, it's going live. This works for our show, but it is no way to run your e-commerce business. Our partner, Rewind, is here to help. They will help you back up your Shopify store with automated backups of your most important data. Rewind should be the first app you install on your store to protect it from human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. It's trusted by over 70,000 retailers from side hustles to the biggest online stores like Gymshark, Gatorade, and Movement Watches. Best of all, if you reply to any of their welcome series and mention Unprepared, you can get your first month free. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unprepared. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And today, welcoming to the show, one of my great friends and number one email wizard in the interwebs, Val Geisler. How are you doing today? I'm good. But I think that uh, females are called witches, not wizards, right? Isn't that the Harry Harry Potter lingo? You know what? I have Harry Potter tattoo and I should have got that right. Is that right, though? We're witches? Oh, yeah, I guess so. But I mean, it's yeah. 2021. You can be whatever you want. So, That's true. Uh, so today, uh, if you guessed we were going to talk about email, you are right. Um, we, we took a few minutes before to kind of come up with what we wanted to talk about today. And so we just had you know a groundbreaking holiday season uh, in the e-com space. And uh, all of these brands, probably yours included that you're listening right now, grew your customer base by some crazy some crazy growth ratio that you've never seen before. Um, And you're emailing them, right? So we're going to talk about email automations, kind of what people think are the standards, and kind of what Val and her team help people do to go that extra mile. Uh, So I guess with that, like what, you know, everybody assumes they need email automations. What is that? Like, what is that assumption? Like, what are people like just defaulting to as like the emails they need to set up? Yeah, I think a lot of people see email automation as like just transactional. So um, my automation is, you know, here are the emails related to your purchase and the delivery. And um, perhaps there's a short like post-purchase. Typically it's, hey, you just made your purchase. Um, what I get a lot is a request for a review uh, or sorry, a request for a referral. Like, a, you know, here's your, you give 20, save 20, whatever. Um before I have even had the product arrive at my house. So that's fun um, because I don't really know why I would talk to people about something I haven't even tried yet, really. Um, Just because I spent money on it doesn't mean I'm ready to tell people that they should too. So that's usually the extent of a post-purchase sequence is um, a referral thing. um, And then maybe a like, hey, your purchase your product arrived and can you review it for us? So it's very brand focused. Um, Like go refer people for us. We consumers are smart. They know that that's not really about them. Like we're giving them quote, giving them money and it's such a gift and whatever, but they know Um, it's not really about them. It's about us as brand. And then um, again, very brand focused, go write a review because we need your reviews. Um, That's usually the extent of post-purchase. So, all right. Uh, what should I be doing instead? I mean, I I know personally that uh, setting up a pre-delivery email uh, is pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, setting up a post-delivery email is a little bit more difficult, depending on Tricky. what your fulfillment software is, yeah, uh, and how that's tracked. But it is possible. Uh, it is possible. Yeah. So, uh, what uh, what would you say would be like? 
best practice is the worst term ever, but <laughs> what, uh, what would you say would be best practice that people should be considering after, uh, you know, I, they probably wish that they had this in place from the holidays, but you know, it's better late than never. What should they be setting up to make their post-purchase experience with email better? Yeah, there's no one like best practice. I, um, Joanna Weave says better practices. And I like that because it's like, it's better than what a lot of people are doing. It's not, no one can actually say theirs is the best. So um, yeah, better practices are thinking in uh, that customer life cycle. So a lot of brands have subscriptions attached to them. And if you don't have a subscription, I would encourage you to think about how you could. I have a client who sells t-shirts mostly um, and they have a t-shirt subscription that they launched last year so uh, there are people getting a t-shirt every single month there are people who get multiple pairs of socks every single month from bombas like we can put a subscription on pretty much anything yeah um, and not so only you that probably have a yeah. It's it's it goes back to that old 80/20 rule and like you're you know you only need like 100 fans or 1000 fans and your business is going to be night and day difference and that's right when you have a, a you know when you have a product like that that you don't really see as a traditional subscription there are some people out there that probably want more than it yeah. you know more than they have and they're more than willing to Absolutely. Yeah. And you know subscriptions um they do a lot for you. Like I, the reason I came to e-commerce from SaaS is because I saw everything that SaaS was doing that e-commerce brands could do. Um, <clears throat> and SaaS is like fully subscription. If you have any kind of subscription in your business or you're thinking about a subscription, go look at what SaaS products are doing. You use SaaS products for your business. You use Klaviyo and Shopify and uh, you know all these different SaaS products. So go look at the emails you got from them when you first started using the brand and see how you can apply some of those things. But there's just there's so yeah. many touch points, so much education, so much like truly like if you have any questions, like we want to explain how this works because we don't want to lose you as a customer. Uh, yeah. And to that point, I don't see that much uh, with with e-commerce brands really. It's like we, no, we like the, the idea thing. of a a knowledge base or like a you know kind of help center on an e-commerce brand is so novel. But imagine how useful that would be um, to point people towards a like you know SaaS has getting started guides. If e-commerce had some kind of like here's our best sellers or um, here's how once you receive our product here's how you use it. Um, Brooklinen does this really well. They talk about. Uh, how to wash their sheets, like how to prepare the sheets as soon as they arrive um, so that you can have them on your bed that night. Uh, yeah. Unbound Bur Moreno does a fantastic job of this. I'm actually going to have Dan on here in a couple weeks and I don't remember what we're talking about. But um, yeah, they are a masterclass in best practices or better practices. Uh, that's a great yeah. brand to follow. Um, okay. So uh, what... If if I if you were going to help my brand, uh, we sell these amazing widgets, and uh, you know what would be the sequences you'd want us to be looking at, thinking about crafting post purchase. Okay, so um, post purchase is not just one thing; it's different periods of time. Like I said, think about that customer journey. Okay. So, from the moment I spend my money on the internet, and then I so now there's this period of time before the product arrives. And that could be longer, especially right now. Um, so that is one sequence. This post-purchase until the product arrives. That's one flow. Then um, from delivery, 
uh, post delivery, then you can, so that post purchase to product arrival is education. You should be talking about those, you know, how to wash the sheets, how to uh, care for your wool, those things. Um, if you don't have like care information, then maybe it's ed education around how the product was built, who the team is, those kinds of things. Keep them engaged with your brand. I've seen uh, fashion brands do this really well by highlighting the designer or the fabric yes. or the manufacturing process. Yes, yes. Everlane has this thing about making the um, the jeans that use the least water of all gene processing. Denim takes a lot of water to process. So they educate around their what their goals are there. Um, yeah, so there's lots of ways you can do that. Then once the product arrives, then you have this, seek, this flow that is around um, asking for a review after a couple of days, give them some time to use it. Uh, and then also inviting them to share it with friends and family. So that's that referral affiliate program that you have. So that's the second post-purchase. Then the third, after you've done that, so you've now asked for those reviews and those referrals. Um, now we want to get them to the second purchase. So that's a whole other flow is okay, you have the product. How are you going to make another purchase? Is it a complimentary product? Is it the same kind of product? Um, that's going to vary depending on, you know, how many SKUs you have. Um, but this is a invite to make a second purchase. So kind of like a cross-sell campaign. Yeah, cross-selling. Um, it could be that they are refilling, um, in which case you most likely have a subscription. So then the fourth flow is from second purchase to subscription. Now, you can talk about your subscription after the first purchase. Why not? But it, I don't want it to be the focus. Yeah. Um, Men mention it. Yeah. They like just, just tried your product. Uh, they're not ready to commit to uh, every single month delivery. I mean, if you're just thinking about old school marketing, it's like you got to talk about it seven times before they're like, "Hey, yeah, maybe. All right, let's do this." Yeah. So you got to, you got to kind of like, yeah, you got to chum the water, get them familiar with it. Right. They probably saw it on your checkout screen when they made their original first purchase. So they they might be. Side note here: if you have a product that is a subscription, you don't have a built-in upsell in your funnel on your website. <laughs> go do that too. Go do that. Yeah. Because there are going to be people that are like, oh, like. I'm sick of buying this thing every X, like, you know, yeah, let's just do subscription outside, out of mind. Let's do this. Yeah. Or um, the people who want the discount, so they sign up for the subscription and then they get the product and they, their plan was to cancel the subscription because they just wanted that discount, but then they get the product and they love it. So they stay. You know what? Has anyone ever done like a, hey, we know you probably want to cancel this, like as a, as like kind of a, email that's a cool campaign idea see how it works that would be really fun like, that's like that'd be a good chest listen a lot of people sign up for our subscription you have time to discount. you have time to cancel now or ignore this yeah. email if you liked it you know what i mean if you liked yeah. it leave a review yeah um arpu is a really good tool for subscriptions and they have this great way from the customer standpoint i've used it as a customer um they send a reminder hey in five days your subscription is going to ship out and you can go make any changes you want to right now. Um, my deodorant that I order is from, uh, you, they use Arpu and uh, they'll say things like, um, 
you know, are you going on vacation? Do you have an overstock right now? Do you just need, you know, are you using a couple of different brands and don't need as much of ours? So they, they offer all the outs, right? Yeah. But I think um, being honest yeah. and being customer focused like that actually helps retain customers. Yes. And it's super simple for me as a customer. I don't have to like log into a dashboard or jump through any hoops to change, make changes. I literally click from the email and I go into this portal that um, they have it all arranged for me. I can change my subscription. I can add things. I can delete things. It's simple. All right. That's amazing. All right. So let's let's hop back to the... So we've got, we've got post-purchase, post-delivery, kind of more of a cross-sell, and then kind of like this asking for the second sale, maybe yep. again, going towards uh, subscription. What else? Second to subscription. And then um, if they still haven't signed up for subscription, if they're making multiple purchases, so if they make a third purchase without signing up for su- subscription, that's where you really start talking about the value of subscription. Hey, you've bought three times in the last month. And if you had signed up for subscription, you would have saved X amount of dollars doing that. I always want to save X amount of dollars. Yeah, I love X dollars. They're my favorite. Um, so yeah, multiple purchases to subscription. If they're making multiple purchases of the same thing and you offer a subscription, there is all, unless they are like the most commitment phobic person on the planet, there's like no reason they shouldn't be on the subscription. And it's probably because they don't know enough about it from you. And then, so that's number five. Uh, number six is win back campaigns for your kind of um, dormant previous customers. So those people who b- bought once or twice, um, maybe they made multiple purchases and then they are gone. So they haven't purchased from you in six months. This could be a supply thing. It could be that they like, oh, I only use it every week and now I have this back stock. So you wanna figure that out and you're gonna figure that out through talking to customers. But um, you also want to figure out maybe they just forgot or started using a different brand or picked whatever shelf brand up at Target instead of ordering from our website. Um, you know, get ahead of that by sending a win back campaign, inviting them to come back, uh, introducing new product lineups that you've added since they la- last were around. Again, this is something SaaS does that's really cool. So a SaaS will launch new features and then send an email out to previous customers who have left the product and say, hey, we launched all these new features. Are you interested in coming back? Um, and that's something I would love to see more e-commerce brands do. Yeah, that's amazing. So if I am a, an e-commerce brand or even a SaaS brand, really, and I'm listening to this and I'm like, wow, Val really knows what she's talking about. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Twitter a lot at Love Val Geisler. She is. We'll make sure to put that in the show notes so you can click out there and, and tweet at her and say, hey, help. Yes. Please come find me. I love to chat with people on Twitter. So come find me. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Chase.